Whoa, slow down there, partner. You've been on the range far too long. How about you kick off those boots and warm your feet by the fire? Get yourself a hot cup of joe and enjoy the sunrise. There's plenty of time to herd the cattle, but for now, it's time for some campfire talk. Welcome back to the Audio Project Podcast. Uh, we're uh, here a little later than we originally planned to be. We haven't been bringing you guys any content since about May. Uh, we are finally back. So welcome back, Garrett. And we're welcome also back, doing Pete. our first live on Discord. Um, so we've got a, a few people here that decided to join us and join in on the fun. So this is going to be a new experience. So let's get it going. Thanks, everyone, for being an awesome supporter and fan of the show. We do apologize for that little bit of a break longer than expected. We were hoping three to six weeks, but it turned out to be over two months long. You know, schedule conflicts, family feuds, whatever it is, we had too much going on. So we're finally back. We're ready to go. Moving forward, however, we are going to be trying to cut down our record times just where Keith and I do have to be up super early every single day. It's going to make it easier on us moving forward. If we go to those shorter record times, hopefully we can get back to weekly releases. That means we can push out more content and better content overall, more premium stuff. Then we should be able to get the after hours show or the the happy endings going full. So let's make sure that tonight is a success and let's have a good time with it. Most embarrassing moment. Oh, that's a hard one because uh, I'm, I'm full of those. I, I've got one. I don't know if it's the most embarrassing thing, but right now it's on the top of my head. I can think of some other ones, but they're not they're not even PG-13. So I might keep those ones out. So I worked as a soda slinger for a while and we did this amazing sale on beverages one time and we had to bring in four truckloads of this specific drink because they were selling them like dirt cheap. And they were basically they went through three trailers in one day and two the next day. That's how fast this shit moved. So while we're doing that, they had two of us at the store just taking full pallets to the sales floor just because people were buying this up like crazy. So we're on the trailer, we're pulling off pallets. And this guy comes over and goes, hey, can I get like I need I want these three flavors. Do you have them? And I said, yeah, they're on the trailer, but it's going to be a minute. And he goes, I'm not in a rush. I'll wait. And I said, well, that's OK, because we're going to be pulling those three off next anyways. So I bring him out to the sales floor and there's like you see videos of Black Friday where people are like just ripping shit apart, trying to get to it. That's what this was like. People were only at the store to buy this product because it was so cheap. I'll tell you, we were selling it five for a dollar. And normally it's three to four dollars a piece per bottle. Like it was expensive. So the guy comes over, he gets his couple cases. Mind you, this dude's like in his late 60s, early 70s. So I kind of was like, I'll take care of him. He's an older guy. If it was someone in his 20s, I would have been like, go pound sand. You get what you get on the floor. So he's like, oh, thank you so much. Blah, blah, blah. And I went to say, yeah, man, no problem. It's cool something else and so i looked at him with a straight face and said yeah man you're kerp no idea what the fuck that meant and he looked at me and was like okay and just walked away and the other soda slinger i was working with looked at me and was like what the fuck did you just say to him i was like i don't know man we're just rolling with it so for the next two years that i worked there 
whenever we were trying to say something is cool or like no problem we we're like it's kerp dude and we we're like all right whatever and like four <laughs> other people randomly picked it up that we worked with and no one knew how it started besides me and this other guy that was pretty friggin' embarrassing because it wasn't just three of us having a conversation me the other guy and then the older gentleman there was like 40 people around ripping apart these pallets so a lot of people in the town that I now live in at the grocery store I go to weekly know that I'm a big fucking retard and can't speak English properly. So that's an embarrassing moment of mine. That's all right. My story, my story is much more brief just because I can't remember all the details because it was so long ago. But yeah, back years and years ago when I was still living at my parents' house, my brother and one of his friends were there at the house. And I, I don't remember exactly what they were doing because this has been... I don't know, 15, 18 years ago now, they did something to piss me off and I lost my shit on them. And at some point I was telling them not to do something again, but ended up spewing out a Gwen. And it was apparently funny enough that still to this day, he gives me shit about it. And anytime he says something with that word, it's always a Gwen instead of again. That's not the worst thing ever, but it's the only thing that comes to mind right now. I've got another one I can add on to that about mispronunciation, but this is more misspelling. When I was in first grade, they did the spelling bee. I ended up winning the spelling bee. Cool. I still brag about that, even though I'm like almost 30 years old. It comes down to me and this other girl. And the word was clap. I spelt C-A-R-P. Crap. <laughs> And in first grade, when you spelling B, carp? C, yeah, or C-R-A-P, sorry. I spelled crap. Oh, okay. <laughs> not, not carp. And uh, that lady would, like looked at me and was like, can you spell that again? Because when you're in first grade, they let you try again. So I ended up winning because the other girl, not the other girl, because I'm not a girl. So the other person, the girl I was going against, she misspelled it twice, lost. I ended up winning. So for years my family gave me shit that i spelt crap instead of clap and then my brother probably six seven years ago did the same thing i just did a minute ago and spelt carp and he was giving me so much shit one night and he said it or he spelt c-a-r-p and then my sister looks at him and goes you spelt carp you idiot that moment forward my brother stopped giving me shit about it because he fucked up even more than i did on the word <laughs> All right, let's see what Chase has right. here. Oh, this is a this is a good one, Chase. So our, our next question is: Would you rather have spontaneous explosive diarrhea without warning or any indication it's about to happen once an hour, with the times of explosion every hour? So Ch Chase, is that like every hour on the hour? Am I reading that right? And that's even while sleeping for the rest of your life or never watch another movie, TV show, play a board game or a video game for the rest of your life. Um, we'll get the clarification here in just a second. OK, so it's random every hour. Leave it to Chase to have to bring in explosive diarrhea on this. Yeah, no fucking shit. <laughs> yeah, no fucking shit for me. I'm sorry, but as a proud man has never shit his pants, I am... I'm taking movies or video games, board games. Sorry, I still can have music because you'd not clarify that. I nah, you got them there. Uh, I'm going to have to take the explosive diarrhea. You know, I, I like my my games and my TV shows and 
having shit my pants before, you know, it's really not that bad. You move on with life and it's, it's just another day. But I mean, at that point, it's like you can't have an actual job. You're probably going to just be homeless and people are going to be like, this guy smells like shit. That's not true. There's remote jobs nowadays. Anybody can work from home. But think about how much money you're spending on just cleaning that up all the time. Not if you just make your your desk chair just a shit bucket. So my my thing I was going to add is like on idiocracy where your recliner has the toilet built into it. (laughs) (laughs) So maybe I guess, but you can't attend weddings anymore. You can't go to concerts. You can't do anything in public because you're going to be like, oh, sorry. I just shit all over people three rows behind me. So, yeah, security's taking me out. That's what diapers are good for. It'd be all right. And oh. pain in the arse. I can bring the boxer back, but you have to come with me to Kansas. Uh, yes, a boxer. So for those of you who aren't really within the uh, close personal circle just yet, uh, I am getting married in October, and Garrett is the best man at my wedding now. I live in Kansas. He lives in Utah, so he's going to be coming out here, and my uh, my dog is a boxer, so that's where that comes from. Named Hero, and he gets mad when his ice cream goes under the couch. Yes. Yes, he does. <laughs> yeah, my plane ticket is now paid for, and I didn't even spend 400 bucks on it, because originally it was anywhere from 800 to like 1500 and I just waited long enough that they dropped down significantly. So, Chase, you were actually invited, like, the second episode you uh, were on the show. Yeah, but you wouldn't attend anyway, so you can't be mad at me. And that is, that's good enough, Chase. I got a Snapchat <laughs> message saying I'm getting married, come to Kansas. <laughs> you actually got, like, a voice telling you to come to the wedding. Yeah, I I couldn't do it in person, so I did it by uh, Discord. And, I mean, you can call it by choice, but it was, if she didn't get a ring, she was going to leave me, so, you know. Uh, and Zen Girl, yes, it is, it is awesome. I've had Hero for, oh, what, Isn't three, four years? years now? Yeah, about three years, I would say. Because yeah. you got him not too long after you guys moved into that house. Yeah. And I love having a boxer, but at the same time, holy shit, he's a pain in the ass. You left him behind without a ring, Chase, or Keith. You left Chase without a ring. Oh, no, there's a ring for you. You just can't see it. It's brown. (laughs) (laughs) And he will guess which finger it is, too. (laughs) Oh, oh, so we see Sheriff is sending you the uh, not safe for work snaps, huh, Garrett? Apparently, I don't even have Sheriff on Snapchat, but I hope it's the wrong Garrett he's sending booty hole pics to. Sheriff, we haven't heard from you yet, besides other than Snapchat. What do you want us to say? What what, what question do you want us to honestly answer? So it's on the internet forever, and we can never take it down. I see. Zen girl, I like that, so... You know, when those of you listening to this, she says the first boxer that she's rescued, usually she only fosters pit bulls. Uh, before I, you know, got with my now fiance and was living on my own, I actually had three pit bulls 
uh, that I was caring for. Now, unfortunately, I did have to give them up because the home I was living in would not provide insurance. Uh, because of the breeds of dogs, even though they had no history of being aggressive or anything like that, because, you know, that kind of shit's just so cool. And I couldn't afford to move, so unfortunately I had to give them up. And now to this day, I have no idea where they are anymore, and that's not very fun. Yeah, you're telling me, and I was, until recently, I had got into the insurance industry, and some of the shit that I've seen that insurance does is absolutely ridiculous. Before we get to pain in the arse's question, Keith, I'm going to unlock a core memory of our friendship. You ready for this? Speaking of dogs. Go for it. Your dog, Choney, that chewed up headsets like oh, once God. a month. <laughs> I have bastard. <laughs> <laughs> I remember there was like weeks that uh, we couldn't actually voice communicate while playing video games because you always had to get a new fucking headset. <laughs> so you're like, I just get the cheap $20 headsets from Walmart because that's I don't want to spend more. Yeah, I had a uh, chihuahua at one point in time. Such a manly dog. Uh, he was given to me by a coworker because their family had a bunch of them and they were just going to start taking them to get put down because they had too many. So I was like, "Yeah, no, I'm going to take one off your hands at least. And like, he's a puppy. He doesn't deserve to be put down just because you guys are irresponsible and have too many dogs. Um, but yeah, it didn't matter where I hid my headset when I was not around. He would somehow find a way to get it out and chew it up. And in the arse, what is your most favorite memory of all time? Not having to pay bills. Oh, by far. <laughs> uh, no, in all seriousness, um, the day my daughter was born was a, a great memory. And then, shit, there's, I have a lot of good memories. It's hard to pick, like, of all time, but the day my daughter was born was a really good day. Other than a nurse yelled at me. But that's a story for another time. Uh, did you say a nurse yelled at you? Kind of. No. Well, she gave me some serious fucking attitude. Oh, I think mine would probably have to be when I was working as a cop. I got promoted to sergeant. My father also worked for another law enforcement agency. Uh, usually they didn't like when it came time for promotions. It was usually just kind of a day. Hey, here you go. Here's keys to your office, blah, blah, blah. Uh, but when I got promoted to sergeant, uh, they actually brought my father in to present me with my chevrons and uh, my mother with my new badge, uh, which after getting to do the pinning ceremony for my father, whenever he got promoted, it was kind of it was kind of cool getting to for him to get to come down and do it for my agency as well. That is pretty cool. And I was not expecting it at all. And that's where it was kind of screwed up, though, because like, I knew it was coming. But they didn't bother to say when and like the day of they're just like, hey, I need you to be here at shift change, blah, 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 and nothing more. So I'm like, OK, you know, maybe they want me to do pass off what, it, you know, whatever for the next shift. And all of a sudden it's like, bam, here's promotion ceremony. So I'm wearing my fucking class C uniform, which is just a polo and cargo pants. And it's you're supposed to be in a dress uniform for that kind of crap. And of course, they walk in and they're like, oh, you're not in the right uniform. It's like, well. Y'all didn't tell me I was getting promoted today. What the fuck? You're like, news to me. What the fuck, people? <laughs> yeah. You just told me to show up. You didn't say it had to be, you know, a black tie event. What the fuck? Yeah. Um, and Sheriff, I know you only have one Catahoula left, so I'm not taking your baby cherry away from you. 
And your next question, three books you would recommend. I know you are a book nerd and me and Chase or me and Chase, me and Keith have discussed this. We are not readers. Um, there is two books off the top of my head I would recommend to anyone. Um, let's see. I'm trying to look at my bookshelf here and find a third. Give me just a sec here. I'm just going to step over here. Keith, if you got any, go for it. Uh, I do not. Quite honestly, I have not read books since like high school. Um, yes. So not the guy to ask for that kind of stuff. I think the last thing I ever I tried to read one book. And I think it was Dragon and the Bear. It's one of the Tom Clancy books. Put it down and then just never picked it back up. Yeah, a big book like that is definitely hard to keep reading. My first recommendation would be The Three Musketeers. I love that book. I don't know what it was, but that was the one book I could never put down. I've read it twice in my lifetime. I'm not a major book fiend, so it's just one of those things. For some reason, that book I just picked up twice and finished it all the way through. Secondly, and I want to actually find the information on this so I can send people to find it because it is a really good book. I haven't finished it, not to say that I won't. Okay, it is called Chaos. Okay, so the movie, uh, the movie, the book is called Chaos. Charles Manson, the CIA and the secret history of the 60s. Basically, the author of this book, he worked for a magazine in I was like the 80s or 90s, maybe even the early 2000s. And they were trying to do an article on the Manson family murders. And he spent like so I guess it was probably about 80s to the early 2000s he did because he spent like two decades working on this story because the more he kept uncovering, it was like more twisted turns that he was finding and more people he was talking to about it. And so everything that we know about the Manson family murders is only like the tip of the iceberg of what actually all happened. I'm about 60, 70% through this book. It's a long book, but it's actually really crazy because you hear more of the shit that Charles Manson did and more of things that in that surrounding that happened you learn more about roman polanski and now i'm like i mean the guy was already a piece of shit to begin with but now you're like this could have been stopped way before that night that sharon tate was murdered and all that but nothing ever came about it and he fled but that's a good book i would recommend to anyone i listened to it on audible so I don't have a physical copy of it. It's still a really good listen. I just do like my fiance does and listen to uh, what she refers to as spicy books. Apparently that's a thing. Romantic novels. <laughs> yeah, we'll go with that. Um, let's see. Zen girl with another comment. My pity got pissed at me and pulled my range bag off the table and chewed the polymer in completely up on my Smith & Wesson 9 shield. That is very unfortunate. Uh, I have also had things like that happen in the past. Uh, you're opening a book of worm. Ooh, what just happened there? Uh, I turned uh, off my camera for a sec. Okay. That's okay. I'm glad that threw me off because I'm pretty sure I started saying a book of worms there. That was smart of me. A uh, can of worms there because firearms, that is, that is kind of my area. That is what really uh, gets the rocks off, so to say. Uh-oh, she's got a response to this. Let's see what she says. All right, glad we agree on that. Uh, 
Number one, pain in the arse again. What is your guilty pleasure? Uh, a simple one would probably have to be dark chocolate for me. Uh, that is that is a go-to. I don't know why, but it is. Let me back you up on that one because, uh, or not back you up on what you just said, but let me back that up. When we first please, recorded, please it was, it when we first recorded, it was making jerky. That, and you know what? That That is still a good one. Believe it or not, I actually just made jerky yesterday. See? I'm a good friend. I know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, with the fiance going on her road trip, uh, she asked for some. So made, I think I only did about seven pounds yesterday, but normally I'll do between 10 and 20 pounds when I make it. So if you're meaning on the question, your guilty pleasure, are you meaning tangible items or what? Because a guilty pleasure of mine right now currently is chocolate covered peanuts i fucking love Can't chocolate covered peanuts obviously beer i don't know i like taking my fiance to the movies that's it's always a good time even if it's a movie she doesn't you just like, like yeah. in your mouth <laughs> yeah of course i know where you sleep pain in the arse uh you know another good one just kind of jumping back on the topic of firearms Thank you, Zen Girl, because now I'm just going to keep referring back to that. Dude, nothing beats after a range day, stripping the guns down and cleaning all of the fouling off of the weapon. Like, that makes me so fucking happy. You know a good one? Hmm. When you're cleaning a shotgun and you pull the brush out and just the end of the barrel goes into like a nice <laughs> black, all that char that's down there. It's been a while since I've been to the range. I know. I need to go to. I've got. I actually need to get my M1A over to my buddy because he offered to do a, a paint strip job on it, on it for free. Oh, no, job. no. I, I told him I'd field strip it, but he's like, he's. So, yes, it will get a field strip, but then it's also going to get a free paint job just because that's something that he enjoys doing and uh, he's not going to charge a friend to do it. So, I'm like, well, hell, you're getting my business then. All right, let's go to Air Max here. Or Chase, because people know Chase. Serious question for me. You're stuck on an, a desert island in your dream cabin. Dream, not dream, not dream. It has electricity and all the amenities you could ever want for five years in isolation. You can take one movie, one TV series, one book, and one video game. What do you choose? Ooh, that's a, that's a tough one. Hey, does it have to be a book or can it be a magazine? Maybe. I mean, I'll accept it. Is a penthouse? Uh, no, it's not actually. Sorry, I was reading nothing pornographic. Fuck. It just ruined my answer. <laughs> okay, fine. Good housekeeping. <laughs> uh, no. So what I was going to say was the, uh, and there's no real reason to this. It's just the first thing that came to mind, but was the uh, December 2004 Playboy magazine, which uh, covered Denise Richards. Fair. That's a fair answer, I guess. If you're into that, we already know. My, not, we already know my not, Bond girl. Not Victoria's Secret, but a Sears catalog can get the job done. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'll start this one off here. One movie. That's a tough one because I have so many movies that I absolutely love. But I'm gonna go Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade. The last movie, or the only movie I would take, honestly. TV series, it's not 
a major pick of mine. It's not one like we watch it all the time, but it's never been like a absolute favorite. I enjoy it. I'm going to take The Simpsons because there's so much in The Simpsons. If like today I went everything that is from today to the beginning of it, that's enough that I could never get old. Like I would never get tired of it because there's so much that it would pass the time pretty good. A video game. Chase, I think you're going to like this answer, but because for me, it's my number one. Like it's I, w- I don't want to say number one, because I think I've already said Sleeping Dogs was my, num- my number one. But Far Cry 3 is in like part of the top of the list. I absolutely love Far Cry 3, and I wish I could relive that nostalgia. And a book. I'm going to take a book I've never read, and I want to find like a really thick book because I know I'm going to get so bored that I'm going to be like, I need something else. And I know that this book does exist. I'm pretty sure this book does exist. If it doesn't, I have a second pick. First pick would be Dante's Inferno, but I want the complete edition where it's all three books into one, because that's a pretty long book. And if not, Sir Arthur Conan Doyle's complete edition of Sherlock Holmes, because that is also a very big book. I want something that's going to keep me entertained because I'm going to get bored with the same movie over and over. I'm going to get bored with The Simpsons eventually. I'll get bored with playing just the same video game. So that kind of a book where there's so many different stories in it. I think that would be one I could come back and read often. For five years, I would probably get bored and so miserable. But to keep me entertained, that's what I would pick. There you go. You get a rant from Garrett tonight. See, I'd probably I'd have to go with I'm going to start with the TV series. I think hands down, I would take the Pacific uh, for the movie. Oh, God. Wow. Why am I drawing such a blank on this? Uh, pretty much any of the like pre 2010 Star Wars movies I would take. Uh, so somebody could just throw me one from prior to that. I'd be happy with it. Episode three, uh, Revenge of the Sith. Yeah, that, that'd be a good one. Uh, as far as book goes, like I said, I don't read books, so I don't really have a good answer for that one. And one video game, uh, hands down, it's going to be Battlefield 4. So I guess also okay, we can quick, clarify. Quick. I have two kids at my door now. We have all amenities. Does that mean that we have electricity, running water, plumbing, all that stuff, but no Internet? Or do we have Internet? Because if that's the case, can we play video games online? But it's only the one video game. There's no internet. The one game you get to play is always full of online players. But that doesn't make sense if we have no internet. No communications with other players. Okay. You know, I think I might actually change my answer from Far Cry 3 to Red Dead Redemption 2. Because there's so much more to do in that world. And there is also online. So there's so much more I can do. And we all know Arthur Morgan is the best character ever created. And thank you, Hun, for wanting to get rid of me for five years. I do appreciate it. Thank you for your love and support. I hope you're getting a good chuckle upstairs. You know, Chase, I've never actually played Blood Dragon, even though I do have a copy of it. To clarify, Chase said you can play a game online, but you have no other internet and you cannot communicate with other players. So you can play an online game. So Battlefield 4, you are safe. Okay. Oh, so he's originally saying no internet, but, you know, Battlefield 4 still had a good story mode on there, so I wouldn't have complained. Well, so I, he said no internet. The one game you get always has, like, full online players. So I was like, if I have no internet, how can I play online? And then he says no internet to entertain yourself outside of the game. 
Oh, okay. Gotcha. And it says no communication with other players. So you don't have a headset, no mic, but you can join online. Chase, I know that feeling. I take my daughter out to the babysitters out in Corinne, and the front of my car is just plastered with mosquitoes. When it gets time to getting her out of the car, I don't go around and open the door and get her unbuckled. Half the time, I just reach in the back seat, get her unbuckled, open the door, get her out really quick. So we're out and my car is not full of mosquitoes. They are horrible this year. Dude, between mosquitoes, horse flies, and apparently now I like never really thought much about this even being a thing up until they started putting out news articles on it. That there is a tarantula from Texas that migrates. I don't know exactly where they go, but part of their path that they take, it comes up through Kansas and happens to be the west half of my county is affected by that. There's going to be some big old tarantulas that are supposed to be coming through the area in September. I'm not looking forward to that. I don't do spiders. You don't pick. I don't pick you as a guy who's really scared of anything small. I mean, like you made fun of the, you know, the that's whole man size. Inches. That's not small. I mean, your handgun is bigger than that. You could blast that thing into oblivion. But we, yeah, we talked about the steps and it's like, haha, motherfucker. <laughs> we talked about the man sized police spiders. And that was a good joke. So I was like, okay, maybe he's not scared of spiders. And I'm like, not that I'm necessarily it's, it's, spiders. As it's long as the spiders over there. It, it, exactly. It's not that I'm scared of them, but if they mind their own business, I'll mind my own business. Like, don't fuck with me. I won't fuck with you and we're cool. But it's really going to make you think twice if you wind up out that way and uh, out in the field or anything like that before you try to look under anything or not pay attention to where you're walking. Out here, we do have tarantulas. They're hard to find. You have to go more west to find them. And so far in this area, they're not bad with rattlesnakes, but this county is notorious for rattlesnakes. Where we're at, we're actually pretty good because by the time rattlesnakes even make their way into the city or town, they're already run over because people are driving in the dark going to and from work. They run them over because they're like, ah, yes, asphalt. It's hot. I like this. And then they get killed. Right. There was actually. We'll get them every once in a while, but they're not like it's few and far in between that you will actually see them. While we're on the subject of rattlesnakes, I want to clarify something because this is something I learned as a kid. And then I actually had to do some research into it. People always say that blow snakes kill rattlesnakes. That is not true. Blow snakes do not kill rattlesnakes. They're not enemies. It's the thing that if you see more blow snakes in your area, you're less likely to see rattlesnakes because they go after the exact same food. So if blow snakes take over the area, rattlesnakes are less likely to be there because it's more inhabited by blow snakes. If you see more rattlesnakes in an area, there's less likely to be blow snakes in the area. They're not sworn enemies by any means. They don't kill each other it's just kind of like a natural selection it's a respect thing like i'm over here you're over there this is my food that's your food we do our thing they don't in defense i think they would kill each yeah, other but they all got their own territory yeah i mean that's basically what it is they but they don't kill each other unless it's like they're fighting over the same food but God. you're you, I don't know. I wanted to squash that beef because I worked with this guy who was like so dead set that he's like, oh, yeah, I get blow snakes and rattlesnakes fighting in my backyard all the time and blow snakes always win. 
I'm like, no, that is not true. He goes, yeah, dude, I got it on video. And I was like, okay, show me the video. Well, I, I can't get it to pull up on my phone. I'm like, because it's not fucking true, dude. <laughs> like, that's not how it works in the animal kingdom when it comes to those two species. Oh, the Jerusalem crickets? The oh, fuck is a Jerusalem cricket? Here, let me pull up a picture. Let me see if I can post this in the chat so everyone can see it, because we have these in Utah. What is that? Yeah, they're fucking weird, dude. So when me and my fiance worked out to Promontory, if the people who were not from Utah, Promontory is where the Golden Spike was laid between the two railroads. And anyways, that's, we worked out there at a explosives facility. And one day they were doing lack of work because there was not enough work. And so they were like, you get the option to go home. I was at work for 25 minutes. My fiance got lack of work. And then she came up and was like, hey, I got lack of work. I'm going to go home. I'll come back and pick you up in a little bit because we just rode together. It was simple and easy. And then my boss calls me and he goes, hey, you're next on the list for lack of work. Do you want to go? And I was like, yeah, sure. But before I can even do anything she comes back in the building and she's got a cup with one of these fuckers in it and dude it's like six inches long they are fucking huge but they're not mean we don't have anything like that what we have that i can think of the worst type of thing that's close to that would be camel crickets i have never heard of a camel cricket let me get this picture here. I just saved one. And so when you say, yeah, they are, does that mean that they are aggressive or they are not aggressive? They eat wood or some shit like that. Like you go out west. I didn't think it was aggressive towards us. The one that you brought in the building. You're like, can we take it home? I'll get a terrarium for it. OK, I think we actually have those out here. So these ugly little aliens that is cold and dark. You will find a bunch of these motherfuckers in there. I hate these little things. Are they like loud and stink? No, not really. Actually, like the only way you'll really know they're there is you physically see them and they're just they're just fucking creepy looking is what it is. Those antennas are pretty fucking long. Mm hmm. No, I don't think we have really anything all that crazy as far as insects go in my neck of the woods. You're not a desert like we are, though, too. Because we exactly. got scorpions. Oh, what else do we got out here? We got some crazy shit. I think about the worst we really get is just mountain lions. If you ask anyone who works for the state, they're, they're not in Kansas, yet they're caught on trail cams all the damn time. Because, you know, for whatever reason, the state is scared to admit that they're here. Don't they come up from arkansas and missouri or some shit like that yeah what it is is they don't want to acknowledge it because legally you can't kill them unless you know you're it's trying to attack you or anything like that and if they acknowledge that they're here then they're going to start getting a lot of pressure to open up some sort of season to maintain the population i know when it comes to utah there's several different tags you can get about mountain lions and a lot of them do not revolve around actually killing them. You can get a tag just to send one up a tree with your dogs. Yeah. Like, that's really about it. I actually then, had a oh, boss who trained dogs that we to get do that. Is, uh, we do have wild hogs that make it up into the area. That's another one that the state swears up and down that no, they, they don't make it up into Kansas. 
yet there's evidence of that all over the place, but it's the same thing. If they acknowledge that there's anything going on with it, then they're going to start getting pressure to open up a season on it. And they don't want to do that right now. You have to like a farmer has to have an infestation and, you know, basically you have to be hired by the farmer to eradicate it. These animals look at it and like, shit, that's the state line. We're not going over there. Let's just turn around and go back home. That's hell, what you know, I even worked an accident where, you know, I had this teenage kid that called in and said he was out in an accident. He was out in a small town in the West half of our County, left his vehicle there, had his mom pick him up, blah, blah, blah. And he says, well, I, I hit a wild hog. I'm like, no, you didn't. Like, I know they come up in this area, but they don't make it as far north as you were. Like, what? Get out there and sure as shit, there's one dead in the ditch right where he wrecked at. Jesus. All right, we got a couple questions here. I'm going to answer Sheriff, then we'll go to Chase, then we'll move to Pain in the Arse. Okay. Sheriff says, that sounds like wolves here, according to the DWR. They don't exist, so you can shoot as many non-existing wolves that you want. I've heard about wolves actually coming down through the Wasatch Mountains. I just had never seen or heard anyone who's experienced wolves in the area. But I have worked with people. I mean, there's always that story of like, oh, yeah, we were out camping and there was a wolf outside. But I've heard, yeah, that there's some down here. Even when you go to the Uinta Mountain Range, you get a lot of them down there. Hmm. All right, move to Chase, because he's got two parts to it where he clarified on the, the last one. And it looks like he's giving us another revision. You get to meet one historical figure slash person of your choice in the location of your choice for a three hour interview. If they're from way back in the past, they've learned enough world history modernized to carry a conversation. Who do you pick to interview whose insight, philosophical beliefs do you want to know the most? And before you ask, no, you can't pick a conversational figure, someone you don't like, and fight them. No violence occurs to either of you. And yes, you can choose the food and or drinks for the event. That's a very thought-provoking question from Chase. I was expecting, like, another, if you had to go down on Todd Howard for 12 hours, do you bring scuba gear? <coughs> Oh, he's typing away now like, you motherfucker, you oh called me God. out, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> uh, historical figure from the past to interview for three hours at a location of our choice where we get to pick the food and drinks and it's a non-violent occasion. Who are you picking, Keith? God, there's so many options. Let me ask this to get some clarification on. Does it have to be someone specifically, specifically from the past as if this were Bill and Ted's excellent adventure. Or can it be someone who was like a creator of a TV series or a movie that we just want to have a conversation with? Does it does it have to be someone we have to bring back to, from the dead? Anyone you want. OK, that makes it a little bit easier because there's some people who are alive that I would love to sit down and have drinks and dinner with. You know, what? I think I'm going to have to go with probably george washington that's a pretty solid answer show him be like do you see what the fuck this country's turned into and he's like <laughs> jesus christ <laughs> i'm gonna i'm gonna start with we're gonna have steak and whiskey because that's just it seems appropriate because then i want to learn more about the revolutionary war because that would provide me a 
in-person account. And then also be like, hey, so some of us have a pretty good idea of what the hell you meant when, well, then maybe he has somebody who can chew a steak for him. I don't know, but that's what he's getting. And that, and that is to address the comment of he has wood teeth. Uh, but yeah, then point out the way that our, what our government has turned into and just watch him have a stroke at just the absolute shit show that is now our government. You know, I'm going to give up my answer so I can be at this dinner table and we're having Thomas Jefferson there as well. That would be a good one. And just never mind. I'm not going to end up on a government watch list saying my comment, so I'll save it for later. Seriously, like if that was the case, if we could bring back and it was a joint thing, me, you, Washington and Jefferson steaks, whiskey, hard ciders, beer, whatever the fuck they want to drink, because I know that they were all into the hard ciders, all that kind of shit. That'd be a good time. That's such a hard one, because I have so many public figures or celebrities that I would love to sit down with, like Tommy Lee Jones, uh, Harrison Ford, shit, MF Doom, like just so many people that I would love to sit down and have a three hour discussion with just to talk about things that it's not even specific to like their career, or my career. I'm going to try to go more historical figure here. Give me just a sec. I want to I want to really think about this because this is a, a damn good question. OK, I got one instantly. Instantly, I just looked over my bookshelf and I saw it. I have a shelf and a half full of this shit. Dungeons and Dragons, Gary Gygax. I would love to sit down with Gary Gygax. I would say a simple meal doesn't have to be anything super crazy. We can order what we want, but I'm going to suggest, yes, we are going to have some whiskey. We're going to have some beers. Not crazy. I would love to pick his brain on how D&D has transitioned from the birth of it, which it wasn't even D&D when it first started. D&D was actually the second revision of what he had created up until now when you have Dungeons and Dragons 5th edition that's supposed to be morphing into D&D 1 or some shit like that. But I would I would just love to see how he feels about how the progression has gotten. I think it was like the late 70s is when he created the first ever version of a tabletop game. And then to today's point and see if he would still approve of what has happened. Even then, the conversation would always be just D&D based, but I would love to pick his brain on that for a little bit of it. And then because he's back, he's back from the dead. We're going to go to his grave and we're, and we're both going to roll D20s on his grave and be like, yeah, we're good at this shit. For all those nerds out there who are into Dungeons and Dragons, I think they're probably like, yeah. Yeah, totally. Yeah, I agree. I'm not into Dungeons and Dragons, so I'll sit in the corner and just uh, do my thing while you have your fun. Oh, no, you're going to by the time that this actually happens, you're going to be like a full on nerd and you'll be like, oh, fuck, yeah. Turn me into a dungeon master. Being a DM is actually a lot harder than people think. Like I DM'd for a long time and I know I wasn't the best at it, but I enjoyed DMing a lot. If you had your mom, your mom, your significant other and your best friend hanging from a cliff and you could save only one person, who would you save and why? I'm going best friend because you know what? 
Oh, okay. Hold on. I read that wrong. I read that wrong. Hold on. I, for some reason, that went through my head as your mom's significant other. I was like, well, you didn't say my dad. So if that's the case. The hard part about best friend is because I have multiple best friends. And so it's which one is up on the cliff? Because if Chase is up there, I'm sorry, Chase, your ass is at the bottom. Just kidding. Um, Aaron. Ooh, Aaron. <laughs> Isn't he a rock climber? He can get himself off. Yeah. Aaron can climb that <laughs> shit. He's Asian and he's got the rock climbing hands. He can pull himself up. What's Asian have to do with that? <laughs> because he's light. He's skinny. He's oh, okay. Okay. He's not American. <laughs> he's not bred like we are, where we're fat guys. Just okay, we're not fat guys, but I am. <laughs> sorry, Keith. But she's gonna have to come with me. I love you, mom. I love you, Keith. But I know she keeps throwing in here life insurance. Yeah, I but think she's saying let her die. <laughs> there's also four kids involved in this scenario. <laughs> <laughs> I think if we were in the middle of a fight right now, I'd be like, Keith, you're coming with me. But we're not in the middle of a fight right now. So, uh, so I only went on the bad days. <laughs> well, I mean, there's three people on the chopping block. That's fair. <laughs> I love well. my mom. I love my mom. Don't get me wrong, but... It's a very, very loaded question. And yeah, that's my answer. Significant other. I can't sleep in an empty bed listening to a toddler scream at night because she wants to watch Spider-Man. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm going to have to go with saving my mother. Don't get me wrong. I love my fiance, but uh, eventually that could be replaced. And yeah, you'll die, Garrett, but it's another spot that eventually could be replaced but you can't replace your mother i mean the thing is like you let your best friend go but you can always honor them you can always make a statue you can put up a monument for your mom that pain's always gonna stay right you i'd I'd put a 20-foot bronze statue right in my front yard of you you could never move ever again like you have Mm -hmm. to stay there till you die i'll just eventually all the houses on my block are turning to crap anyway so once people move out, I'll just buy up the properties and then just build one giant ass house. There you go. Just make it or, super or we mansion. Can be like one of the state representatives from my area, not going to name any names, but happens to own like 18 plots of land within a housing addition here in my town. And come to find out, he owes $117,000 in back taxes on him. Oh, shit. Politicians thinking they can get away yeah. with shit. We got one question in. So is this question about food? Is that from Skylar or is that from you? Pain in the ass. Uh, The one that Skylar had was what era of Harry Potter universe would you like to be in? But we do actually have one before that as well. um, That was from Chase. As if you could have any one vehicle built and modified to your specs, paint, covered in graphics of your choice from any year, what would you choose? What is your vehicle you're going to spec out? Uh, I'm going to start with, and I know because you already know what I drive, that this might sound a little bit familiar, but an 05 Chevy 2500. Me personally, I liked the old cat eye Chevy pickups. I did too, actually. Yeah, that is by far my favorite. You know, lifted suspension, painted black, 
that's really about all I need. It's kind of a tough one because there's several vehicles I would love to own and I have a car that I want to do something special to. I just don't have the time or money right now. But the let me pull up the exact one and I will pull it and I will post it. Because to me, this is the most beautiful fucking car ever. Everyone has their preferences, but to me, this is mine. So judge well, all you I, want. Chase, I know where this is going. Don't even finish that joke. That's supposed to be a Ford joke. Yeah, that's a Ford joke, bitch. So this is the car that I would love. A 1990 BMW E30, which it's the, the E30 means the chassis model. Mm-hmm. But I want this specific car, but I want it converted to all-wheel drive, turboed, not anything like super fancy done to it on the interior. Like I would probably like the only thing I would add is probably like a touch screen for like the stereo system. But I don't need anything super fancy, but that's the fucking car that I want so bad. It's doable still in this time, but I would convert it to all wheel drive. That would be my fucking daily and. uh I wouldn't have to work ever again if I had that car because I'd just be internet famous. I know Keith is not a Harry Potter fan, but let's see what he has to say. I, to be quite honest with you, the fact that there's different universes, I was not even aware of that. So I just, I've never even finished watching the original Harry Potter movie. So yeah, not a good one to. You told me before you tried to watch (laughs) it and you were like, "I, I just can't. I'm like, eh. My fiance is the same way. She doesn't like it. And I'm like, but I I'm fucking not, love I'm it. I'm not saying it's bad. I know people love it. It's just not my thing. But you know, what's funny is my fiance owns two of the Harry Potter movies on voodoo because she was like, I liked these ones. But yeah, I think the Hogwarts legacy era would be a good one to go in, especially if I get to be the main character. That was a lot of fun. I enjoyed that game a lot. I mean, I'm not even close to being 100% on it. I've completed the, the storyline. I do enjoy it a lot, but there's more that I need to finish on it for sure. I felt that the thing about the video game compared to the two different movie series is that you actually get to experience the world a little bit more. And so that's why I really enjoyed it, even if some of the mechanics and some of the things that go along in the game that I'm kind of like, Okay, it's it's overplayed a little bit. It's still fun. It's not like you get it like with the Harry Potter movies. There's eight of them. You only get to see a few things in like one movie here and then one movie, two movies down the line with Hogwarts Legacy. You can experience all of that whenever you choose or whenever it's available. But. I enjoyed I enjoyed the Hogwarts Legacy game a lot. So that's that's the era I would pick. Doc Holliday, the, getting back to that, the reason why I don't really want to sit down and have a meeting with Doc Holliday is not because of the tuberculosis. When you really dig into the history of Tombstone, like when it comes to Wyatt Earp, Doc Holliday, God, the like everyone that goes along with that story, Doc Holliday and Wyatt Earp were really not good people. They were like horse thieves and they did a bunch of crooked shit 
and then just kind of landed in these positions where they were able to gain power. And it's like they just kind of abused it. They were like, hey, these guys are doing some shit that I don't like. So we're going to go against them. And that's how the whole story of Tombstone actually happens. But Doc Holliday and White Earp were actually not good people at all. If I'm not mistaken, Doc Holliday, not Doc Holliday, White Earp actually killed someone because they were going to take him to the authorities for doing the dirty shit that he did. And he was like, nope, you're not going to ruin my name. So he took him out. Wouldn't surprise me if Doc Holliday did the same thing. But Doc Holliday was a notorious alcoholic and gambler. And what I had found about him was that he did actually shoot people in the street for calling him a cheater when, in fact, he was fucking cheating at the game. I really don't care to talk to him, but I still love the movie Tombstone. It is a masterpiece ish, in my opinion. So it, it that's it's, it's, a, it's a great piece of cinema, but the, and that's my thing is Doc Holliday was more myth than legend. Yeah, the the stories about him there there's a lot of them. There's no real base. What was that? Okay. Anyway, there's no real real basis behind it to really prove any of it ever happened. Besides, like the shootout at the OK Corral. Like, yes, there's evidence to support that, that happened, but then the other killings that he supposedly did, there's not really evidence that any of it ever occurred. Um, so do I do I really want to interview a drunk gambler? No. If I wanted to do that, I could just go to the local casino and find somebody. <laughs> I'm sure there's lots of those in your area. <laughs> yeah. So far, we've got just the three questions. No one else has posted anything. I think we'll just answer these three and then we will call it a night. Starting off with pain in the ass. Have you ever eaten something that isn't human food? So when I was a kid coming from divorced parents, my dad thought it was super funny one night to be like, here, try this. And he gave us milk bone dog biscuits. And uh, yeah, me and my brother ate dog treats. There was actually one of the guys that I grew up with. His grandmother always kept a bag of the bacon strips around. And that's what she would eat as a snack because they thought they were the greatest thing ever. Yeah, it's a hard no for me. Yeah, no, nah, I've never been that hard up to try something else. Plus, on top of that, I'm pretty sure if I tried to take one of my dog's snacks and he was around, he'd probably try to kill me. I think he would just whine a lot. I don't think he would actually kill you. I think he would just, my food. Uh, I don't know. When you start messing with the snacks, he gets a little defensive. Moving to Sheriff, Jedi or Sith? I'm going to two two parts this because I know Skylar asked, uh, changed it to Star Wars instead of Harry Potter for me. Um, So for one, I'm going to go with, I'm going to have to, I'm going to have to say Sith. But that is because, and the other part of that is I'm going to have to go with like the Phantom Menace for the Star Wars just because Darth Maul was by far like my favorite Sith character in any of the Star Wars movies. So to have any sort of connection to him, I think that would be pretty fucking cool. Oh, Jedi or Sith? That's such a hard one, because if you watch the entire series and stuff that is not actually based around any of the episodes 
it's like you see how powerful the Sith is, but then you're like, yeah, the Jedi. And then you get into the episodes like the movies. And then you're like, oh, the Sith pretty much just always kick ass. But then the Jedi are always back somehow. That's such a tough one because I love Darth Maul and I love Count Dooku. Not so much because I thought Count Dooku was an amazing character by any means, but it's Christopher Lee, the man who is he has done several different things in his life and he just is an amazing person. He actually met J.R.R. Tolkien, served in World War Two. He actually released an, a metal album in his fucking 90s because he loved music as well. It's such a hard one to really say. But when it comes to power, I would have to say Sith. If you were going to ask me Jedi or Sith based on mentality, definitely Jedi. But overall, just everything that goes on. It's going to be a short life because Sith always die and then new Sith arises. But the Jedi always seem to fall. I'm going to go Sith. I want a red lightsaber as much as I love the colors blue and purple. I just don't want my fucking hand cut off. Let's just sum it up to that. <laughs> I don't want my hand cut off. I'm going Sith. I want to cut someone's hand off so they can't jerk off anymore. Or they have to switch to the other hand and get used to it. And it's going to be weird. Well, you don't ever try to go lefty? Um, pass. And I, would, I was just going to back you up saying I'd rather be in The Phantom Menace because you see the beginning of Anakin to becoming Darth Vader and then the demise of Darth Vader. But you think about it, how long has that been? Like, that was actually a pretty long time. Right. Ooh. Favorite weapon in a video game? Okay. Good fucking question. Uh, Battlefield 4 M249 saw there. Answered. The Auto 9 in the Far Cry series, which is Robocop's pistol. That's a damn good fucking weapon. The 249 on Battlefield 4, and that's good enough. As Keith says, the Battlefield 4 M49 or M249. Good God. Someone spiked a drink of mine tonight. And I've had a couple beers. Once we get done here, I think I'm going to go play Battlefield 4 now. If only EA did not fuck me like they did, I could actually hop on and play. Yeah, EA, what the fuck? Because it's not also my uh, Xbox that is now fucked. It's also my PC. I cannot play anything EA on PC. What happened to your Xbox? Also, you remember when they did the end user licensing agreements when Mm -hmm. Battlefield 2042 came out, they finally had updated it. Since the days of fucking Battlefield 3. That's how long that they went without being like, oh, hey, maybe we should update our fucking code of conduct when it comes to these video games. So you go from three, four, one, five. Oh, sorry, I forgot hardline. You got to add hardline in there. And then you get to 2042, which was the dumpster fire it was. I never had a chance to fucking play it. Yeah, uh, you weren't missing anything. No, that's, I have a couple friends who were like, dude, it's so fucking good. Whatever. I'm not going to no, go no, on no, that no. because and, and, and I hate to interrupt your rant here, but 2042 online is absolute garbage because you cannot get in games unless you have the play on and playing with fucking PC users is pretty much like trying to jump into a fucking dumpster fire. It's stupid. And I really wish that they would change that. What he said, EA fix your shit. 
<laughs> Anyways, back to my rant, because I was so fucking heated. Good thing you stopped me. Or else I was going to come unglued, man. I was going to go on a fucking fiery rant. No, but in that time from Battlefield 3 up till 2042, and I think it was actually after Battlefield 4 came out, or maybe it was Hardline. I can't remember which exact game it was. But the account that I had used for EA was like the email address was hacked and the company reached out to me and they were like, hey, this is your security account, blah, blah, blah. We found suspicious activity on this account. What would you like to do? Here's the different actions you can take. And I was like, just shut it down. Just get rid of that account. If everything is compromised on it, then they can't get into anything. And they were like, okay, so that account no longer exists. Hotmail is no longer a company. You cannot create a new email under the Hotmail URL. Whatever the fuck term you want to use. I'm sorry, PC fucking master ace that's out there. Come at me. I don't give a shit. So that email account no longer exists. After that happened, I went through and I was able to still change all of my other information. And I thought I changed EA because that was how I played Battlefield. Apparently not. So you bought me a copy of 2042 because I bought you a copy of Far Cry 6 for Christmas. It was kind of like just video game exchange. Right. And I go on to play and it was like, hey, you need to do this. But it keeps sending it to an email that no longer exists. I go to EA and I'm like, hey, this email no longer exists. And they're like, Cool, we need your IP address, your social security number, and your driver's license number. What the fuck do any three of those have to do with I'm proving that I'm the actual person? Driver's license? I'm more willing to give out my driver's license number than my social security number. Hands down. But they're like, and I told them, IP address, I'm no longer at the same home with the same internet. And if you change your modem, your IP address changes. I'm like pretty certain of that. So you can't tell me that I'm on the same account at all by being on a different town on a different modem. I provide them with all this information and they were like, yeah, sorry, there's nothing we can do because it's just not matching what we have in our system. So I tried pleading with them. I'm like, it it's not going to match because I'm not there. Like, you want my driver's license number? Here it is. And they're like, we can't verify that's the same person who lived at this house back in 2012 playing on a Battlefield 3 server, which, mind you, we switched internet and have been through three modems at that time since I had moved into Mm -hmm. my current home. I was like, what the hell? And they're like, yeah, sorry, there's nothing we can do. I reached out to Microsoft and they were like, we would love to help you and we do feel sorry. We do feel sorry for you. But that's an EA problem. We don't have permissions to do what they do when it comes to end user licensing agreements in a video game. So I'm fucked. I can still access on PC, but I have to. I can't play them through Microsoft. If I play it through Microsoft, it freaks out at me. So I have to play it through either buying it from EA Origins or Steam. And then I have a different account linked so I can do it that way. But I mean, having the game pass and shit, there's like all these EA games and I'm like, oh, shit, I don't have to spend money. I can play it. No, nope, I can't do it because it's linked through my fucking Xbox. So 
fuck EA. I won't be buying any new titles from them. As much as I do love the Battlefield series, I have a Smurf account on my Xbox, so I can go back and play. It's not a big deal, but it's like I went through all that trouble and lost everything. Now I can't do it. Mm-hmm. Keith, you know me. Battlefield 1 was my most favorite Battlefield games of all time. You know how bad I fucking sucked in 3 and 4. Other than being your gunner, if we were in a helicopter or a tank, I was a damn good gunner. When it came to actually being infantry, medic, recon, or support, I was god-awful. But when it came to... Yes, mortars I was good at, but only against you. Because I was like, (laughs) I know where fucking Keith's gonna go. Because he's gonna go to his sniping positions. Or where would Keith snipe from? Sheriff, you're my favorite cousin because you are the only cousin I fucking talk to. Everyone else has just gone off and done their own things. There are cousins that I talk to every once in a while, but that's more so a family gatherings. And I really just don't care to go to family gatherings, especially after a specific one that I went to. And yeah, we'll save that for the happy endings when we get back to those. Keith will have to remind me. But I think with that, we should probably call it an episode. You know, it was really good to be back. I'm happy to have my microphone in front of me finally. Now that I'm on a PC and have my camera up, it was nice being able to show my face. Those of you who showed up, thank you for participating in this. Had a lot of fun with it. And uh, hopefully next time we'll get a few more people involved and have a lot larger audience have a little more fun with this. Absolutely. The server is open 24-7, so if you guys have anything that you want to ask us, we do have a specific group chat on here that is show ideas and feedback. If there's certain things that you guys want to hear from us, post it in there, and me and Keith do check our discords daily, so we can add it into our notes, we can make full episodes out of, like, listener requests and reviews and that kind of stuff don't be afraid to be more active in the server i mean just in tonight we had what seven more people join the server some of them did not have the opportunity to be active on the q a but hey we had a lot of fun tonight let's keep this going strong and maybe we should do this once every two to three months or we can make a big event out of it and everyone come in and have some good questions for us all right on that note i think we'll go ahead and close this out i'm just gonna add i'll add this final thing here we do have a a sports section open if any of you are invested in sports be free to talk about it we have all those channels available even if your hosts are not available or wanting to talk about sports like soccer necessarily doesn't mean that in the future we won't have more people who feel the same Well, there you have it, folks. Campfire talk is over. Do me a favor before you get back out on the range. Stop into the saloon, wet your whistle, have yourself a good time. We'll talk to you later.